The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, this is Brother Mike. I'm back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning into the program today. Today's Bible study, Satan's Surveillance State. It's just around the corner. Hey, will you call somebody until the radio program's on? I'll kill some announcements here while you make that call. Thanks for helping out. America's in big trouble. Very, very revealing radio show today. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're downtown. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the Red Brick Building. We have two services every week. They're live. Thursday and Friday nights at 7 o'clock. Preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance. Both those uh, services are streamed on the internet on youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. When you go to the website, please remember to hit the PayPal button and send us another donation. Thanks for keeping us on the air for almost 20 years. February is my anniversary. Sister Karen's on the homepage of the website, ready to list your house for sale. Thank you for the referrals that you've sent her. When you go to the website, please sign up for one of our free seminars and my monthly deliverance training class. It's free. It's in the small sanctuary on the fourth Saturday of every month at noon. If you need a religious exemption to get out of the kill shot, the vaccine, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com, and I'll send you a religious exemption. Do you know somebody who needs to be delivered and they can't come to the Deliverance Center? No problem. Send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I will send you the miracle list for healing and deliverance, a step-by-step guide to freedom. Don't forget about our next children's deliverance service. The one we had uh, last weekend was utterly amazing. You wouldn't believe how many these kids got delivered from spirits and uh, rebellion spirits. It was quite amazing. We will be having one again in May. If you need a 2021 donation receipt, be happy to email it to you. Mike at HardcoreChristianity.com. Satan's surveillance state. Listen to this. Listen to me carefully. I don't know whether you realize this or not, but you are under 24-hour, 7-day-a-week, 365 surveillance. You're being watched day and night by demons. Satan has a surveillance system in the kingdom of darkness. It's spiritual. It's in the spirit world. Job chapter 1. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before Jehovah. Satan came among them. Well, the sons of God there, uh, that's mentioned five times in the Old Testament. It always refers to angels. Those were angels. God's angels that came to present themselves before Jehovah to file reports for whatever their job duties were. Satan came among them and Jehovah noticed it and he said to him, where'd you come from? Satan said, I came from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Translation, he is a sub rosa expert. He has a surveillance state. Then In verse 8, Job chapter 1, Jehovah says to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Now in Hebrew, that actually says, Sum leib ebed. That's the Hebrew phrase. It means, uh, I see you've put your focus on Job's heart. You're putting your focus on Job's heart. I see what you're doing. And then Jehovah realizes that Satan's got Job under surveillance And he throws down the gauntlet of what a wonderful servant of God Job is. And you know the rest of the story. Check out 1 Chronicles chapter 21. King David was under surveillance 24-7. Verse 1, Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. That's the Hebrew word for provoke there is sooth. It means to poke or prod. And he did it through attacking David's mind. 
Why? Because David and his thoughts and his mind was under surveillance. The greatest Christian that ever lived, uh, lived, as you know, is the great Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul explains that he's under surveillance. He said, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations given to me, there was given to me also a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Paul had gotten so many revelations from God that something had to be done because he was going to get puffed up and prideful like he did when he was in Judaism. The Lord foresaw that happening, so he allowed a messenger of Satan, Angelus, Hosanat uh, Satanas. That is the Greek phrase that means uh, angel of Satan. A fallen angel was allowed to follow Paul around to buffet him. The Greek word there is kolophizo. It means to punch or beat like you would beat somebody up. Uh, like you'd go to San Francisco and somebody would attack somebody on the street punching them out, beating them up. That's exactly what it was. What was causing that? Paul, as the most dangerous Christian ever lived, was under 24-hour surveillance. Now Satan wants to replicate what he has done in China. He has put the entire country under surveillance. There's cameras everywhere in every major city in China. It's unbelievable. And the technology there is off the chain, dangerous. It is now happening here. Did you see these articles? I looked at several of them for you today. Here's one of them. Quote, a widespread effort is underway within the Biden administration to create special lists and track federal employees or applicants who seek religious exemptions. 55 departments and agencies within the Biden administration have created 57 rule changes to track federal employees seeking different types of exemptions. And it goes beyond COVID-19. They want to track all exemptions for everything. Anything. Religious, medical, you name it. Uh, sometimes there's exemptions for working on the Sabbath or working on Sundays. E these, these tracking devices even include tracking visitors in and out of the building. Okay? Now, this thing started two years ago. Here's what happened. They came up with the phony mask mandate. In the beginning, Dr. Flocky told everyone on video that masks don't work. But then they explained to him that they needed to perfect the facial recognition software. So he flipped and then said masks were mandatory for everybody, including two-year-olds. They're trying to mask two-year-olds and kindergartners in our schools. But the purpose of that the purpose of it was to perfect the facial recognition software. They want to be able to track you by viewing only the top half of your face. It's focused on the eyes. Right now, many corporations and many areas of the federal government, instead of using your fingerprint to get into certain restricted areas, are using your eyes and your irises. They track you through your eyes. That's what they're doing with these masks. They know the masks don't work. They never did work. Um, the elites, the billionaires, the oligarchs, the people that run the country, the, the, the Democrats, everybody, they don't even wear masks. They mandate masks, but they don't wear the masks. That's been proven numerous times over the last two years. That's not even debatable anymore. It's a complete joke. They go to public meetings, football games, gatherings. It doesn't matter. Parties. Um, Barack Obama had a, had, a, had a big birthday party here recently. Nobody was wearing masks at his party. The whole thing's a joke. 
the purpose of the masks never was for your health or the greater good of our society. It was to learn how to track you. They're learning how to track you. And they're keeping databases at the federal government over your choices and your religious exemptions or your medical exemptions. They're tracking you. They're keeping these records. In addition, the Biden administration is now keeping records of over 54 million gun owners in the United States. They got the information from documents from the ATF. Here's what happened. When a gun shop closes, and that's what they wanted to have happen when they put in these fake uh, lockdowns, a lot of the businesses went under, and several of them were gun stores. Well, there's a law that says you have to turn over all your records to the ATF if a gun store goes out of business. The information is stored in West Virginia. Now, now they've got 54 million records on people who purchase guns all stored at a facility in Virginia. They're creating a national gun owners, gun owners database. In addition, Biden wants laws passed to track your checking account so that if you write a check or you get a deposit greater than $600, the government makes a note of it and it goes into a database. Can you believe this? Well, it gets worse. Uh, Greg Budigug, the Department of Transportation Secretary, just released... This is the Build Back Better crap. A 42-page road safety plan, and it costs $14 billion for new infrastructure. Guess what? Guess what the new infrastructure is, according to the National Road Safety Strategy Group? Yeah. Cameras. Cameras all over every major city in the country. The masks, the cameras, Satan, he's watching you. Dear friend, the rapture and the tribulation is only a few years away now, and God wants to, you to now fulfill your destiny. You're being called by God to pull as many people as you can out of the fire. I will help you, 602 636 5800. If you are a born-again Christian, you're eligible for free counseling services at the Arizona Deliverance Center. You are being watched 24-7 by demons, and the demons are now recruiting America to watch you, too. The views expressed on this program are those of the host, and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by... Michael W. Smith. The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, this is Brother Mike. I'm back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning into the program today, today's Bible study. Goodbye, Miss USA. Hasta la vista. Hey, we call somebody telling radio programs on. Man, this is a remarkable suicide case. Just remarkable. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're downtown on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the Red Brick Building. On the website, we have all of our ministry services. As you know, we have two live services every week, Thursday and Friday nights at 7 o'clock, preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance at both services. Both services are live streamed on youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz every Thursday and Friday, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. When you go to the website, please sign up for one of our free sem- seminars. Please sign up for my um, healing and deliverance training class. It's on the fourth Saturday of the month at noon. If you need a religious exemption to avoid the kill shot, the vaccine, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I will send you a religious exemption out immediately. 
If you know someone that needs to be delivered or healed and they cannot come to the Deliverance Center, please send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I will send you the Miracle Healing and Deliverance List, a step-by-step guide to freedom. If you need a receipt for your 2021 donations to the ministry, and we thank you so much for that, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I'll send you out a receipt immediately, instamatically. Don't forget about our children's deliverance service. Check the website out. We're having uh, another one in in April. Goodbye, Miss USA. Uh, I've been a professional counselor now for 40 years, if you can believe that. Yes, I am an older person. I've got to admit that. But I have faced uh, one demon more times than I have ever faced any other. It's called in the Bible, in Isaiah 61, it's called the spirit of heaviness. It's the demon that causes depression. Depression, as you may know, is the number one mental illness in America, far out distancing any other physical illness or mental illness. Depression is the number one mental illness in the entire country. Listen to this. One America is a life insurance carrier. It's one of the biggest. It's got billions in reserves. They said in a recent report that death rates are up 40% from pre-pandemic levels among working age people ages 18 to 64. They're up 40%. Under normal circumstances, a 1% or 2% increase would be, in their field, significant. It is now up 40%. The CEO of One America said, quote, We are seeing right now the highest death rates we have seen in the history of this business, not just at One America. That's the CEO, Scott Davidson, that said that. Quote, The data is consistent across every player in that business and of course this was all planned out here's how the situation worked the virus was sent to us from china then the masks and the testing kits and all that other stuff was also sent from china and our politicians all own stock in chinese companies and they promoted the vaccine which is which which does not work we've already found that out And most of the politicians have pharmaceutical stocks. But a bigger sinister move of Satan was behind the scenes. He's trying to kill as many of Americans as he possibly can. And it's working. He instituted the satanic lockdowns. The lockdowns triggered a total disaster. And the spirit of heaviness moved in like a tsunami. And the oligarchs, the billionaires, the people that run the world are currently in the process, as Bill Gates explained, of seeking depopulation. And it works. China is now sending us record amounts of fentanyl through the southern border. Biden, who is part of the plot to kill as many Americans as they can, are allowing the fentanyl to flow across the border. Last year, over 100,000 people OD'd on fentanyl in the United States. 2022 will be higher. John Hopkins University came out with a study a week and a half ago that said lockdowns did more damage than they did good, and they had no effect on COVID-19. Teen suicides, clinical depression, overdoses, everything skyrocketed during lockdowns. And that was the purpose of it. The purpose of it was to thin the herd. They're trying depopulation. They can't just run around with guns in the military and shoot people. They can't do that. They knew that would never work. It's depopulation de facto. They're working on it. And here is an example of how powerful this demon is. The depression demon, the clinical depression demon, 
takes a person to a state of hopelessness, once they have hit hopelessness, suicide becomes a rational option. Overdosing on drugs becomes a rational option to escape the demon of depression. Chelsea Christ was a gorgeous African-American woman who won Miss USA a couple of years ago. She had a demonic, obsessive compulsion to youth and staying young. They interviewed her several times and she kept mentioning how sad she was, how frustrated she was, and how hurt she was to have been heading toward the age of 30. (laughs) I'm obviously over twice that age. She became depressed over it. She started suffering attacks from the spirit of heaviness. And he got to her enormously. A few days ago, she committed suicide. She lives in Manhattan in a luxury apartment. And she jumped to her death. And she killed herself. Just hours before she died. She posted a photograph on Instagram. Beautiful photograph. She's a gorgeous girl. And the photograph said, quote, may this day bring you rest and peace. Well, she jumped out of her balcony from her high-rise apartment and unfortunately transitioned right through to the demons waiting for her on the other side. And they took her through the gates of hell. Here's a quote from her Instagram earlier. Quote, turning 30 feels like a cold reminder that I'm running out of time to matter in society's eyes, and it's infuriating. After a year like 2020, you would think we'd learned that growing old is a treasure and maturity is a gift not everyone gets to enjoy. Far too many of us allow ourselves to be measured by a standard that some sternly refuse to challenge because fitting in and going with the flow is easier than rowing against the current. I fought this fight before, and it's the battle I'm currently fighting with age 30. She had some obsessive compulsive fear of getting old and turning 30. Now, here's a woman who was beautiful. She uh, set the record for the Miss USA pageant. She was the oldest contestant to ever win. She was in her late 20s when she won. Listen to this. The girl was also brilliant. She won Miss North Carolina. And she won the Miss USA. She had a bachelor's degree and an MBA. She went on to finish in the top 10 in the Miss Universe competition. And what was remarkable was in 2019, something strange happened. All the beauty pageants, all of them, were won by an African-American. All four of them. And Chris was a... Was a also a law degree graduate. She was an attorney and she was a great athlete. She was a track star at a Division I school. She had also received nominations for Outstanding Entertainment News Program in 2020 and 2021. Here you see a, a woman, a person, who has everything Satan tells everybody in the world they really want to have intelligence, academic success, beauty, pageant success, publicity, positive publicity, great athletics. The woman had everything the devil tells everybody in our society they need to have, but what he didn't tell her was he had, he had sent her a spirit of infirmity. She was a liberal. She fought against Trump and all the conservative political things. She was a supporter of Black Lives Matter. Uh, she was extremely bright, very articulate, very attractive, had money, lived in a beautiful apartment in Manhattan, 
And the bottom line was, when this spirit of depression got through with her, she leaped off her balcony and died a gross death on the pavement two stories below. What's the point I'm trying to make here? Well, it's a pretty obvious one. You may have everything in this world going for you, everything you can imagine going for you. And you can be attacked by demons and develop delusions like this poor woman did. You can develop clinical depression like this person did and suicide ideation like this person did. And you can die and go through to the gates of hell. All of this can be avoided. I have seen the spirit of depression come out of hundreds of people over the years. I have seen them completely restored. 602-636-5800. Friend, if you're suffering from depression or you know somebody who is and they are Christians, they are eligible for free counseling services at the Arizona Deliverance Center. 602 636-5800. You think you got it all? The devil's an expert at taking it all. Ask Job. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. Views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona. This is Brother Mike. I'm back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thanks for tuning into the radio program. Today's Bible study, I Never Knew You, the amazing section of text in Matthew 7. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? This is going to be a shocker. Most of the people you know at church are not actually born-again Christians. It's amazing. If you go to the website, hardcorechristianity.com, you'll see that I am the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the Red Brick Building. Tuesday, Thursday and Friday nights at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, we have two live services, preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance in each service. Starts at 7 p.m. on Mountain Time, and it's streamed live on our streaming service, youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. When you go to the website, please remember to hit the PayPal button and send us another donation. Don't forget about Sister Karen. She's on the homepage of the website. She'd love to list your house for sale, and thank you for all the referrals you sent her in 2021. When you go to the website, please sign up for one of our free seminars and my deliverance healing training class fourth Saturday of every month at noon. Don't forget about the Zoom services for men and women Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Zoom services. The healing and deliverance services Wednesday night on Zoom. If you need a religious exemption to avoid the kill shot, that would be the vaccine. That's what they call it in Israel, the kill shot. Send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I will send you a religious exemption. I will also send you the miracle list, the step-by-step guide to total freedom for, for deliverance and healing. I will also send you a 2021 tax deduction receipt for your kind donations. Thank you so much. Don't forget about our children's deliverance service. It is in April of 2022. I never knew you, Jesus said. What a shocker. This section in Matthew is really quite surprising, really quite shocking, and I will be able to explain it to you today. It's a little bit confusing, too. Here's what Jesus said. He's, he's quoting here. He says, quote, Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out demons in your name? And have we not done many wonderful works? 
Okay. Now, the Greek word for wonder, wonderful there is dunamis, and those are supernatural works. Supernatural works. Now, the only way they could be doing those works and not knowing Jesus, truly knowing him, is through demonic power. And, and you see that now all over the place. There are many Christian ministers out there now who are casting out demons in parks, uh, outdoors, in parking lots, different places, and they use the power of Satan to cast demons out who then get back in a day or two later. It's simply a swap on Satan's part. And here you say, here you see, many will say to me in that day, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out demons in your name? Of course, that's exactly what's happening now in parks and in parking lots in California, New York, different places. It's all over YouTube. Yeah, they said they cast out demons. And yeah, they were casting out demons, but it was fake. The demons just simply were leaving to fool them. And then they get back in later. Have we not prophesied in your name? Prophecies in the charismatic and prophetic movements are run-of-the-mill now. There's so many of them. And Jesus said, I never knew these people. Never. That means they were never born again. They were big fans of Jesus. They were big fans of God. They were fans of the Bible. They went to church. They appeared to be good people. They lived good lives. But it was fake. Again, in Matthew 7, it says, Then I will profess to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. What is iniquity? That's your internal sin. Okay? The Greek word for you will work in that text is ergazo menoi. It's a present active tense verb. That means that the person was repetitively and routinely working internal iniquity. They had not been born again in spirit and they had not renewed their mind. All this is internal. This is all internal. Externally, they appeared to be good Christians and good people. Internally, they still had iniquity and they did not have the true born-again experience. The Greek phrase is ganeo anathon. It means to be generated or born from above. John chapter 3. Jesus said, quote, Therefore, whoever hears these words of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man. Uh, Franismus is the Greek word for wise there. It means that is someone who is very thoughtful, someone who's thought things through. Okay? Jesus said, I will liken, liken them to someone who's thought things through when it comes to construction of a home. He says they built the home on the rock, and when the rains came, hey, the rock stayed. The house stayed. Everything stayed. They thought it through. And then you know the rest. The other people who were not thoughtful and who did not think it through built their house on the sand, and the fall of that house was great. The fall of that house was great. Here you can see an example of it. Did you see this article? I got it off Facebook. It's from a singer named John Cooper in the Christian rock band Skillet. Okay? He recently spoke out. He said, quote, Okay, I'm saying it because it's too important not to. What is happening in Christianity? More and more of our outspoken leaders or influencers who were once faces of the faith are falling away. At the same time, they're being very vocal about it, bold about it. Shockingly, they still want to influence others as they announce that they are leaving the faith. Cooper wrote that on his Facebook post. That's where I got it, off his Facebook. This guy's a Christian rocker, John Cooper. He goes on to say, quote, I'm stunned that the seemingly most important thing for these leaders who have lost their faith is to make such a bold new stance, basically saying, I've been living and preaching boldly something for 20 years and led generations of people with my teachings and now I no longer believe it. 
Therefore, I'm going to boldly and loudly tell people it was all wrong. While I boldly and loudly lead people into my next truth. And he said, I'm perplexed. Why aren't they embarrassed? Why aren't they humbled? Why aren't they ashamed? Why aren't they fearful? Why aren't they confused? Why be so eager to continue leading people when you clearly don't know where you are headed? Well, this John Cooper guy doesn't understand the spirit world. He doesn't understand how spirits work. He doesn't understand that people in these Christian bands appear to be Christians, but they are not. They're not born again. They appear to be advocates of the faith, but they never had a born-again experience, and they were never a child of God. I know this sounds crazy. It sounds unbelievable, but it's happening all over the country. For example, Joshua Harris. He was a best-selling author. I did a radio program on him. He's a former pastor. He renounced his faith, and he no longer considers himself a Christian. I also did a radio program earlier on Marty Sampson with the Hillsong Church, and he said that he's losing his faith. Well, in the Hillsong organization, I've done several radio shows on that. That's a cauldron of lust and familiar spirits and new age and witchcraft. That place is unprecedented in deception and delusions. So they have a lot of ministers there that fall out into fornication or greed or something else. And this John Cooper guy is dismayed over it. And he wants to warn Christians to stop making worship leaders and thought leaders or influencers cool people or relevant. He's warning Christians, hey, don't put these people on a pedestal. He said, quote, we're in a dangerous place when the church is looking to a 20-year-old worship singer as our source of truth. Yeah, no kidding. And I've done several radio shows on this over the years. You look at these people like who, who appear to be godly and they appear to be religious and they appear to be followers of God, like Tom Hanks, for example. He's a Mormon and he's got a Catholic background. Uh, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urbane, they make religious statements. Jane Fonda claimed to be a Christian. Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington, they've murdered hundreds of people on films, shooting them and blowing them up. These two guys claim to be Christian. The Rock even claims to be a Christian. Tyler Perry claims to be one. Justin Bieber, he claims to be one. Matthew McConaughey, he claims to be Kanye West. Done several radio programs on Kanye West. He claims to be a Christian. Steve Harvey, the comedian on TV, he claims to be a Christian. He swears like a uh, drill sergeant in the Marines. Mr. T, Ben Affleck, Stephen Baldwin. I could go down the list. I couldn't stop. I don't have enough radio time to point out these people that Jesus never knew. I never knew you, he said. Not everyone will say to me, Lord, Lord. Not everyone will say to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those people who do the will of my Father. What is that? It is to become born again and renew your mind and change supernaturally inside. Your iniquity is what is inside. Your sin is the stuff that's outside. Things you speak, things you do, sin. Greek word is hamartia. Iniqui, anomia, is your internal sin. Man looks on the outward apart. God looks on the heart. Man looks outwardly. God looks inwardly. And these Christians, Christian singers, rockers, all these people, movie stars, famous people, they're not actually born-again Christians, and they are influencers, and they are people who lead others astray. And this trend is more dangerous now than it's ever been. Pastors all over the country are dying from COVID. Pastors all over the country are recommending people go get vaccinated. Pastors all over the country were in favor of the lockdowns and shut down their churches. These are people Jesus never knew. Don't be one of them.
The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Arizona, Phoenix, Brother Mike is back on the radio. Hey, welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the program, today's Bible study. Forgetfulness, the key to losing. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? This is a really great Bible study today. Forgetting stuff leads you down the road to destruction. I'll show, I'll show you how to overcome it and tell you all about it. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in South in Central Phoenix. We are on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the red brick building. As you know, on the website, hardcorechristianity.com, we have all... All of our ministry services listed. We have two live services every week, Thursday and Friday nights at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. It's broadcast live on our streaming channel, youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. When you go to the website, please sign up for one of our free seminars. Please hit the PayPal button and send us another donation. Please um, check out Sister Karen. She's on the homepage of the website. She'll be happy to list your house for sale. And if you need a religious exemption to avoid the kill shot, the vaccine, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I'll send you out a religious exemption ASAP. Also, if you know somebody who needs to be healed or delivered and can't come to the center, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com, and I will send you the miracle list, a step-by-step guide to healing and deliverance. It works 100% of the time. I'll mail it out the same day you ask for it. Do you need a 2021 receipt for your donations? By the way, thank you for your donations last year, another record year. I will send it to you immediately. Send me an email and I'll send it out right away. Don't forget about our children's deliverance service in April. Pre-teens only, a thing is spectacular. First Saturday of April. May God bless you. Forgetfulness. Man, that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the first It's the first and one of the most important uh ingredients to backsliding, falling apart, becoming an apostate, failing God, or missing your call, or missing your destiny. It's absolutely amazing. Jesus was standing in a synagogue uh, giving one of his incredible teachings. People were mesmerized. And there was a man there that had a withered hand. He had a right hand disability, polio or something. And uh, Jesus told the guy to step forward and he asked him, hey, What are you supposed to be doing on the Sabbath day? What is God's will? Are you supposed to be helping people, blessing them, healing them, and so on? And everybody looked around with him, and they never said anything because they were criticizing him for healing on the Sabbath day. Well, they didn't know that uh, the Sabbath day had been replaced by the Sabbath person, Christ. Christ is your Sabbath now, not a Saturday or a Sunday or whatever whatever day you worship God. That's been eliminated in the Old Testament and replaced with the New Covenant. But Jesus, it says, looked around them, Mark chapter 3, verse 5, he looked around them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts. Why? Because they had forgotten, they had forgotten what the Messiah was supposed to do when he got there. They forgot about it. And so they had hardened their hearts and gone into a state of being backslidden over religious dogma. He said to the man, stretch forth your hand. He stretched it out. It was made whole as the other. Here you see they had forgotten the mission of the Messiah. Mark chapter 16, verse 14. Jesus appeared to the eleven while they were having dinner. And he said to them, he upbraided them because of their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe the people that had seen him alive after he was risen. What what happened there? Well, there it is. You get hardness of heart when you forget the goodness of God, the word of God. And these guys, the 11 apostles, had forgotten. Jesus had explained to them several times that he was going to be dead for three days and raised from the dead. They forgot about it. See, forgetting stuff 
the goodness of God, the times God bailed you out, the times God helped you, when you forget that stuff, you head down the road of backsliding and losing your faith. Second Peter chapter 1, the great apostle is telling the church, he says to the Christians, now look, here's what you got to do. Give all diligence to this, he said. Add virtue to your faith. Then add knowledge to your virtue. Then add temperance to your knowledge. Then add patience to your temperance. Then add godliness to your patience. Then add brotherly kindness to your godliness. Then add love to your brotherly kindness. See, this is math apostle Peter style. And he said, quote, for all, for if these things are in you, meaning in your spirit, man, in your soul, in your mind, if they're inside you and they abound, okay, if you have them, that doesn't mean you're going to keep them. You have to stir up the gift that is in you. You have to keep it fresh. And you do that by causing it to abound. Peter, Peter said, for if these things be in you, and abound, they will make you that you shall neither be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But, he said, but, Second Peter chapter 1, he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his sins. He forgot. When you forget something, when you forget the goodness of God, when you forget the times that God bailed you out, when you forget the times God answered your prayers, when you forget the times he came through for you when you were desperate, you will fail in your current trial and you will be crushed in your current tribulation. Let me give you an example of how easy it is to fail if you don't make diligent your memories of the blessings of God. Check this out. Mary and Joseph were two of the most blessed people in the entire New Testament. Do you remember, do you remember the story? Of course you do. It's the Christmas story, Matthew 1-2, Luke 1-2. It's all there. And we know that an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream four times, four times, witnessing about Jesus. We know that Mary personally met the angel Gabriel one time. We know that Mary visited Elizabeth and was told about her miraculous birth of John the Baptist when she was unable to, to get pregnant, physically unable. It was a physical miracle. Mary was told about that. Mary gave birth to Jesus, Luke 2, and the shepherds came in from the field. They said, hey, you're not going to believe this. We saw a star, a meteor, led us over to your barn here where you put Jesus in this food trough. And we saw thousands of angels in the sky telling us about the birth of Christ. And we saw them all, and they were all singing praises to God. We saw that. Joseph and Mary heard that account full time. When Later, when they took Jesus to the temple, to have him dedicated to God. The great man of God, Simon, came up to them and gave an enormous, enormous word over the Lord Jesus, testifying about him, and gave a prophecy about Mary. Joseph and Mary are standing right there watching this happen. Joseph grabs the child out of her arms, raises it up, and blesses the child to God. Okay? Simon was a person who did not forget. So his service to God is fresh. If you forget, your service to God will stale and fizzle out and you'll be headed toward backsliding. Here you see Mother Mary and Joseph in the house a couple of years after Jesus was born. He was two or three years old at the time. And three wise men come to visit him. They tell him the story of King Herod. They tell him the story 
of the star that led them there. Then they gave them thousands of dollars worth of gold and silver that were meant to be used for the provisions of Jesus as he grew up. And they were eyewitnesses of all these miracles. They were eyewitnesses. Simon previously says to uh, Mary, hey, you're going to have a sword pierce your soul. You're going to have a sword pierce your soul. In Greek, it means to have a spear run completely through you. And then it says, Simon said, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel. Anna comes in, the prophetess, and does something similar. Gives an enormous testimony about Jesus right in front of Joseph and Mary. Guess what happens? At the age of 12, Jesus gets lost in Jerusalem during the Passover. They leave him there. They thought he was in the company. They did not know that. They found out he was missing. They run back to get him, and they find him in the temple, and he is talking like he has a doctorate in the law. Nobody could believe a 12-year-old had this level of intelligence and knowledge. And, the, and Mary and Joseph had already forgotten about all the miracles 12 years ago. They forgot all about all the testimonies of Jesus and who he really was. And Mary says to him when they find him in the temple, how is it that you sought me? Or Jesus said to her, how is it, how is it that you sought me? Did you not know I must be about my father's business? Because Mary had said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been sorrowing. And Jesus reminds them, hey, Joseph is my stepdad. He's not my father. And I must be about my real father's business. Don't you remember that? And the answer was, no, they forgot. They had forgotten all those miracles. They forgot all those things that happened. Twelve years later, it was all gone. And that's what happens in Christianity today. They forget about the goodness of God, the miracles of God, the answers of prayers of God in their past. And their current trial or temptation is overwhelming them because they forgot and they developed hardness of heart. If you've got this condition and you're a born-again Christian, you can be healed. 602-636-5800. You're eligible for free counseling and prayer at the Arizona Deliverance Center. If you have become hard of heart, if you have forgotten all the good things God did for you, you are in deep trouble. You can be delivered. 602-636-5800. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, this is Brother Mike. Welcome to Filthy Fridays on HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning into the program. Satan's Playboy Mansion. Today on Hardcore do me a favor, please do not call anybody and tell them the radio program's on. Filthy Fridays is an in-house program for family members only. This one's only for the family. I'll make a couple of announcements and I'll share Satan's mansion with you. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. If you look at the website, hardcorechristianity.com, you'll notice that we are on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the red brick building in downtown Phoenix. On the website, you'll also notice we have two live services every week, Thursday and Friday nights at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Both those services have preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance. Both those services are broadcast live on our streaming channel, youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. Don't forget about Sister Karen. She's on the homepage of the website, ready to list your house for sale. 
She loves working with Born Again Christians. And thank you for all the referrals you sent her last year. Don't forget about the PayPal button on the website. Please send us a donation or, down, or download our donation app on your phone. Thank you for another great year. It was another record year for giving for the ministry, and I thank you for that. Our income went up during the pandemic. Don't forget about uh, signing up for a free seminar when you're on the website or my deliverance and healing training class, which is every the fourth Saturday of every month at, 10 at uh, noon in the small sanctuary at the Deliverance Center. Do you need a religious exemption to avoid taking the vaccine or the, as they say in Israel, the kill shot? Send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com, and I will send you a religious exemption the same day you send your email. Also, if you know somebody needs to be healed or delivered, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com, and I will send you the miracle list, a step-by-step -step guide to healing and deliverance and to freedom that they can do in their home. They do not need to come to the center. If you need a 2021 donation receipt, please send me an email. I'll send it out right away. And please remember that our Children's Deliverance Service is in April, the first Saturday of April at 10 o'clock in the morning. The last one we had two weeks ago, I'm telling you, it was utterly amazing. You should have seen the demons flying out of these kids. It was, it was something special. Satan's Playboy Mansion. You know, in um, John chapter 14, Jesus mentions you and I have a mansion in glory if we remain faithful and, be, and are overcomers. Uh, the Bible does not say every Christian gets a mansion. It only says that only overcomers get the mansions. That's Revelation chapter 2 and Revelation chapter 3. But Satan had a, has a mansion. It's called the Playboy Mansion in Los Angeles. And it was quite remarkable. Let me tell you a little bit about the devil. I know a lot about him compared to other Christians. Um, I actually don't know very much about him, but compared to Christ other Christians, I, I know a lot. Satan is a sociologist. He takes countries, regions, cities, counties, what have you, through phases over a period of decades. And he's taken America through the sexual perversion phase that started with the Roaring Twenties with speakeasies, alcohol, and prostitution and promiscuity, continued into the Free Love 1960s, and he also used three groups of people to destroy the morals in America. And here they are. One of them was Albert Kinsey, the sex researcher in the 1940s. He reduced human sexuality to a biological activity. He was from Indiana. Then you had, after, after Kinsey, you had Masters and Johnson in the 1960s. They were from St. Louis, Missouri. They also did sex research like Kinsey did. And then you had the big gun come along. His first magazine, his company, excuse me, the Playboy Company was founded in 1953. And Hugh Hefner is actually the person who Satan used to wipe out the morals of America. He triggered a series of smut magazines that were far more popular than Playboy later, but he's actually the one that started it. He also is the one that started and promoted and continued the free love concept of what we have today. Adultery, fornication, transgenderism, gay, homosexuality, lesbian, bisexual. Uh, pretty soon pedophilia will be legalized. That's his next job. A gay is getting married. He already got that put in. Again, Satan does these things, but it takes him decades to do it. He doesn't do these things overnight. And now uh, there's a special on Annie about the Playboy Mansion, and it is quite remarkable to say the least. Here's the article on it, quote, shocking allegations of rape, underage sex, orgies, silenced women, and cult-like atmosphere at the Playboy Mansion in LA have emerged in a 10-part A&E docuseries called The Secrets of Playboy. P.J. Mastin, a bunny mother from 1972 to 1982, saw numerous examples. She said, quote, I would venture to say that there were 40 to 50 women that were silenced by Playboy because of physical abuse and sexual abuse. Um, this article about the special coming up goes into shocking 
information about personal information about Hefner, about how the system was rigged to keep the press and the police from finding out about anything that was going on in the mansion. It goes into Hugh Hefner's strange eating habits. He was a sugar addict. He'd eat three pounds of M&Ms a day. He'd drink 50 Pepsis a day. He was a very, very perverted person. It goes into the practice of anal intercourse with the bunnies uh, because they didn't want to get them pregnant. It goes into the sexual abuse and the physical abuse of the bunnies to control them. There were numerous scandals in the mansion that uh, Hefner's bodyguards cleaned up because he would re- he would hire ex-LAPD police officers to come work, work in the mansion and they would cover everything up for him. There was a number of people uh, who wrote books about the insane, decadent, wicked behavior in the mansion and the book goes on to explain how these bunnies were abused and many of them committed suicide, many of them overdosed, none of it ever hit the press. Uh, Hefner had each room videotaped. There were secret cameras and microphones in every room to use as revenge porn or to use as blackmail to silence people that would turn against the Playboy Mansion. Uh, There's a section on Holly Madison she was the, one of the main girlfriends on his uh, reality show when he had four girlfriends. They were all young. Uh, it told all about the horror she went through, how she had been participated in orgies, how she had to have long-term therapy after she finally got away from him and got out of there, about how the bunnies were controlled mentally and physically. They had... 9 p.m. curfews. They weren't allowed to go see their relatives. They weren't allowed to have friends come over to the mansion. They had to quit their jobs and stay there at the mansion all the time. Uh, They got $1,000 a week allowances to live at the mansion so they would have spending money. It was the the, the, uh, special apparently is quite remarkable, but the situation is run completely by the devil. The devil run that whole thing from A to Z. Hugh Hefner died a few years ago, as you know, and is currently screaming in hell. He would give anything to come back here, and he would be the world's most powerful evangelist if he were allowed to leave the fires of hell at this moment and come back here to tell people how wrong he was, and he would be the world's greatest soul winner if he could come back to life like the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man wanted to go back home and warn his brothers. He wanted somebody else to go there and warn his brothers. There was no way out. But this whole system is run by super-powered lust spirits, spirit, spirit husbands, lust demons that infect people's bodies when they commit adultery and when they commit fornication and demons transfer from one person to to another during sexual activity. And these demons will follow you right down your family tree, picking off one child after the other. King David's family is a perfect example of what he did with Bathsheba, committing adultery and murder. Uh, His two sons died. Uh, One of his sons, raped uh, one of David's, King David's nieces. The other son killed the other son. Uh, King Solomon killed his brother uh, over sexual reasons. He wanted to marry one of King David's wives, which would have technically been his stepmother. Again, these spirits, once they're led into the family tree, they go down the tree picking people off with lust and sexual perversion. These lust demons drive the person to become a sex addict, and once that happens, the person's life is no longer their own, and they are led around 
they are not in charge anymore. They are led around by these horrible spirits that torment them day and night with sexual desires their body really does not have. They have desires for sex that are demonic, but their physical bodies have no need for it. The demons are driving them and pushing them to commit sins and let in more demons. And eventually the person dies either of a terminal illness or a mental illness. If you picked up a transfer spirit through adultery, through sexual experimentation with the same sex, through child molestation when you were young, if you picked up demons from marrying someone who was loaded with demons, if you picked up spirits transferring in from the time you went to a prostitute or you had a drunken one-night stand, you can be delivered of these lust demons. I've seen hundreds of people delivered from sexual lust and spirits of lust. 602-636-5800. There's no reason for you to die a sex addict. I've had many sex addicts come in for counseling. Once the spirits are removed from the body, the sex addiction goes with them. Once the demon is out, the iniquity is also out. The person is free then to renew their minds on the Word of God and repent of their sins and turn their lives over to the Lord Jesus and find their eternal destiny. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.